in the upstate and across the Carolinas. This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing and Zach Jenkins, powered by North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Everybody wants to have a comfortable retirement, not worry about money. That's consistent. With 25 years of experience, George and his team have been guiding their clients up to and through a worry-free retirement. But there's more to retirement than just finances. So kick back, relax, and enjoy. It's Stop Worrying, You're Retired. And it's all powered by North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Thanks for joining us. My name's Jerry Payne. On this week's show, four words to reconsider if you're getting close to retirement. And could it be possible to actually save too much? An interesting conundrum there. We'll go through that. Plus, a country music star says she still has a broke mentality. We'll try to find ways to fix that. But first things first, George Fossing, you're the president, CEO, the uh, founder of North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Good to see you, sir. Thank you, Jerry. Good to see you. Back on the mainland. Yes. That's exactly right. So where was the the travel? We did a virgin cruise down in the Southern Caribbean. Nice. A lot of fun. Richard Branson was actually on the ship. Really? Yep. He was... uh, Went to the BVI's, and he's got a place there, a little pad. Did you get to and rub elbows with him and trade some ideas? A little bit, yeah. We were invited up on the uh, aft bil- deck, and a, it was kind of cool. A billion-dollar pad. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nice enough as we cruised by that night, he put a fireworks show on for everybody in the boat. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, not often you he's get He's looking to... good, though, man. I'll tell you what, the guy's got it going on. Well, he's certainly got the resources for it. Yeah, well, he's self-made, too. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, Zach, are you going to be uh, taking a, a trip on the next... Uh, Round on the uh, the Virgin Cruises? <laughs> Maybe. You never know. I don't know if I need to go further south right now with spring about to roll around. That's but right. Oh, I like your yeah. optimism. It's still January. Yeah. And we still got a ways to go yet there, uh, big guy. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. early February here. We got a few months. Yeah. Well, we have some cool weather left in front of us, I know, but I'm excited about some camping trips. Yeah. yeah. Starts to warm up a little bit. Not too cold at night. <laughs> so getting out there on the water for George, getting out into the woods and climbing up in the mountains for Zach. We're all taking adventures here on <laughs> Stop Worrying. You're retired. And this is a show about that time in your life when you are ready to start living out those dreams and whatever your adventure is, it takes having a plan. So we work through some of the headlines here and talk about what's going on out there and how it affects your money. And George, there's really no bigger story this year than the presidential election. And we've been getting those texts. We've been getting those phone calls. Here we go. (laughs) More people are tuning into the radio, so we probably got some new listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. And people wonder, George, you know, no matter what side of the aisle you fall on, no matter who you think or want to get in office, you wonder about how an election will affect your money if you're invested into the market where so many retirement savers are. You might think that, you know, an election year would be very volatile. But, George, we pulled up some of the statistics. What does history say about election years in the markets? That's not surprising. I've been doing this a long time, and the conversation every four years seems to be the same thing. A new president gets in the office, all heck is going to fall apart. And uh, it really is not the case, especially when you have an incumbent, if Biden gets reelected. These markets stay soft. They really do. It was only three years. I think there's been a down year in a presidential election year. So it really is. And I think Zach and I were talking prior to the program. You notice that uh, it's the first quarter, usually of an election year, is a little bit shaky. Then things settle down. The big thing, it's easy to just focus in on presidential elections as far as the markets. And it really is very little effect on it. Again, the biggest thing is you have to look at the economy. Mm-hmm. Really try to steer people away from 
the politics. We're, you know, we're on a conservative radio station, mm-hmm. right? And listen to the station and hear quite often people doing what we do on the program, putting scare tactics into putting it yeah. out there and, and trying to get people to act on, on fear. We don't play that game. I'm going to go ahead and play. This is what we see. Mm-hmm. These are the real numbers. This is really what goes on. Stay focused on what your goals are, folks. And you've got to avoid that whole you know, go out and buy more ammo type of <laughs> I was going to say, you know, don't, don't fall for the buy gold thing. Yeah, we get a lot of that. So buy sure. gold and, oh, if this happens again and this, uh, you know, we, we get it over and over and over. Somehow this country just is capable of writing itself. We have down years and it's usually economically driven. So if there's going to be policy changes, that could be down the road. Okay, yeah. We just pay attention. I think that you also look back at the last few years and what we've worked through. Yeah. You know, yeah. you talk about having to adjust how the economy operates and how a lot of businesses function with more people working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, through a, you know, maybe throughout a, a, I guess I'll say a twelve or eighteen month period, and the adjustments that we had to make, and for our economy to do what it's done, I think that that shows the will of people that are business owners, corporations. You know, the, the person that goes to work for eight or ten hours a day, you know, it shows the will of yeah the American citizen. Yeah. Right? yeah, we're adaptable. We overcome those challenges. And I think back in uh, 2016, if people said, if Trump gets in, the market's going to tank. Well, he got in and it didn't. And then when Biden got in, people were worried. They said the market's going to tank and it didn't. And like you said, Zach, you know, we're resilient here and the economy keeps moving forward through these challenges. But there's always going to be outside influences. We try not to let those make us make emotional decisions. But then there are things that change in our own lives, and we're getting closer to retirement every day. So, George, what things do need to change as we get closer to retirement for the changes that are in our own lives? What shouldn't we try to tune out? Well, I think one thing you need to pay attention, don't worry about the timing. If the market's going to go down or go up, it's going to do both mm-hmm. over retirement. And it's a matter of, okay, good year, bad year, indifferent year. I've been doing this a long time, and that's just what you're going to get. My crystal ball is broken. Yeah. Like everybody else's. <laughs> I think it depends on you know, where are you? What are you trying yeah. to accomplish? Where are you in your journey? And you know, now that we're talking about this, well, what could happen come November? <laughs> you know, the market going to a 10 or 15% slide or yeah. pullback, right? Yeah. But people are always trying to point to what's that one. Th- I tell you what one thing was, you know, a pandemic is one thing that can disrupt things, right? Sure. But typically it's not things that we say are regular like there's some policy changes sometimes there's changes to tax code sometimes okay we have an election coming up all right but somewhere in there the ship writes itself and things continue on all right there's usually not one thing don't get mm-hmm. bought into just oh the election year and who wins is going to determine where we are two years yeah. from now from an economic standpoint eh. A little bit. And, and don't worry about the banks defaulting because the government will bail them out. Yeah. <laughs> or we bail them out. The people that, that go to work bail them, bail them out. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, the big thing is uh, when we sit down with folks, we plan at least two major downturns during the retirement. Hmm. Major corrections. Hmm. And the reason you do that, that's inevitable. We just don't know when. You just want to be ready for it. You know, I'm an old Boy Scout. Be prepared. It's going to happen. It really is. It's the truth. Yeah. Great words to live by. So when, you're, when that happens... You know, our clients don't freak out. Oh, oh now what am I going to do? And it's already built into the, the whole plan. And again, when it happens, you know, like 22 is markets were down. Our phones were quiet. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. It went down a little bit like everybody else, but nothing severe. 
some people came in, radio listeners and some TV viewers came in and they said, we hear you talking. We want to see what you're doing because my portfolio with X guy or my 401k that I'm managing myself is down 25, 30%. And it's killing me. And I'm staying up at night. That's what you need to alleviate. Mm-hmm. You've got to get rid of that. And it's called not being greedy. Mm-hmm. People come in. And the benchmark, let's say the S&P 500, Standard Poor 500, basically kind of what people go to for the stock market, not really the Dow anymore, it's more S&P. And they go, well, how'd you guys do? And I said, we did for, depending on where, how we invested you, here's what you got. Well, the market was up 22% last year. And they might be up 12, 13, 14. Well, it's not as good. I could, I could do better just by investing in low cost index funds. Yes, you could have that year. Also, during the 16 months during the financial crisis, uh, 07, 08, and early 09, the market was down 53%. Oof. So if you want to live by the sword, you're going to be dying by the sword. Right. Is that acceptable? You don't need, though, to be chasing returns. We, we show people that if you want to have some fun money and just invest in some individual stocks and just go, go for it, that's fine. But make sure you don't get hurt. Make sure your spouse, if you're married, is not freaking out. You're saying it'll be okay. Those are conversations that don't need to happen, can be avoided. Most people that walk into our office are in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. They need to really, I guess, focus and direct what they're trying to accomplish, get, get some clarity with that. We show them, here's what we can do. Here's some of the tools that are available. If we were to work together to show you how we put guardrails on your investments, making sure you don't go off the cliff. And so we think about you know, how hard we work and we stash this money away over the course of our careers. The people who you see, George, they've done a good job doing that. And when they're getting closer to retirement, it takes a different strategy than the growth and accumulation that we're used to. Yeah. One thing for just to clarify, people have a tendency in saying, well, I, I lost 30 and $100,000 last year in the market, or I made $100,000 in the market last year. What's wrong with those? Dun, dun. The, you're going to talk about the two only important days, probably. Yeah, that's exactly mm. right. The day you bought it, the day you sold it. Everything else is noise. You haven't made a lick. It's like going to Vegas. Here's your parallel if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're at sitting at the table. I'm not a gambler, but you watch these people. I've made all this money, and you haven't made it until you go to the cashier right. and put it in your pocket and walk away. Otherwise, it's still on the table. You're still gambling, and it can go away in a heartbeat. So you haven't made and you haven't lost until you decide to do what? Sell. Right. And the reason people sell is if they need the money, right? Or sometimes they, they're just done. Take a profit, right? Take a profit. And there's so many financial tools out there now that we, we use where when you make the money, let's say you have a good year, it locks it in. What you made that year is now principal. Hmm. And you do a reset. So if the next year is a down year, you might not have made anything, but you haven't lost any money and you haven't lost what you made the year before. It's like a ratchet. And it goes one way. And that makes a lot of sense to people out there. And, and they go, well, what do we do? And so we'll incorporate some of these tools into that. And it really becomes, and these are contractual obligations. It's not something that, well, we'll see what, you know, markets go up, you're going to earn X amount and it's going to be principal. Then it's going to reset the next year. People go, this is really cool. Yeah, I think it's just not getting greedy taking the time and effort to learn about them and mm-hmm. incorporate them into your plan. I know that we talk about, you know, these income tools a lot. Uh, we've talked about the structured notes and, you know, other investment products that are out there. And I think that it's important to continue to mention 
that we didn't have anybody in 2022 you know, have to sell anything to yeah. create their income. I mean, we did a good job building, you know, like the safe bucket you're talking about using the ratchet strategy and, yeah. you know, instruments in that bucket and then using, you know, instruments we call that income bucket to create their income without dipping into their principal and having to sell anything in a down market. So there are strategies that are made specifically for people who are getting ready for retirement or already in retirement to where you don't have to go all the way away from the market. We look at taking portions of your money and giving it purpose. That's what it is to have a retirement plan. If you have questions, you want to get started on yours and learn more about how George and Zach build these plans, give them a call today, 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. 4900 if you'd like to come out and meet george zach and the rest of the team in person they'll be having some seminars coming up in february on the 21st and the 22nd these are great learning events uh you can get to meet them in person uh, bring your questions take some notes and spend some good time getting better prepared for retirement you can reserve your seat now by calling 864-404-4900 or online northstar 65 Well, even when the financial resources are there and money isn't an issue, some people still delay making that decision to retire for all kinds of reasons. Maybe you love what you do. Maybe you don't know what you do in retirement. Well, financial advisor Azul Wells, he's out in Oregon. He's retired now, uh, but he's got a TikTok and he puts out these videos. This is some interesting audio from him, and he lines out why uh, some people might be falling victim to what he calls the four most dangerous words when you near retirement. Unfortunately, all of us are just one cancer diagnosis, one heart attack, one stroke away from not being able to fully take advantage of what I call the youth of our senior years. And if you're 60 years old, you likely have less than a thousand weeks of healthy, active time in front of you. So easy to work one more year, but remember what you're taking away, what the price that you pay for one more year of work is, 5% fewer healthy, active years in retirement. And these are likely gonna be your healthiest and your most active years. Just one more year, uh, you're giving up a lot. You know, time is the one resource we can't create any more of, George. So. When you have someone who says just one more year, even though they have the finances to retire, what do you tell them? Well, just use an example. Some folks came in last week, wonderful people, two of my favorites, and uh, they moved outside the area. They're up in North Carolina now. They came into town and did a review and just went over it to reassure she's the worry ward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually one of the they're kind of she watches the money doing this and she goes, can we just go over this again? Mm-hmm. And I go, absolutely. So we sat down, we showed her the plan, what's going on. What we do is we do a worst case scenario. If the market was to drop, inflation went rampant, whatever, we build it so, okay, these are pretty bad days right now. Some storm clouds out there, we're in, we're in the storm, and you're going to be fine. It's not this, oh, you're going to earn 7% every year, and the market's just going to be dandy and rainbows and puppy dogs. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. It's great if it happens, but what if it doesn't? That's where you need the reassurance and really showing them that, again, we have those two major downturns in the retirement built in. And if this was to happen this year, this is what it would look like. We got done. It was hugs, hugs, hugs. <laughs> and again, it wasn't us trying to, we were not there getting compensated to make them feel good. We're being compensated to 
show them the truth and build around that and making sure they don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's not about getting rich. So making sure you don't get hurt. They have ample funds. It's maintaining what they have saved for, have reasonable growth, be able to combat inflation, make sure if there's a health care issue, we took care of that. And they really going about doing what they want to do. They're big bike riders, big swimmers, and they're in their happy years. This is really, the we just talked about with the, with the speaker there. It is. We really encourage people. I said, don't hang around mm-hmm. the job. People are scared. And I use this once in a while. I went up in a glider a couple of times. And the gliders are basically, oh, yeah. they tow you up, right? You and they, then they release this. it. Yeah. And all of a sudden they release you. And your total trust is in the wings of that plane because there's no motor on this thing. Mm-hmm. And you're trusting the pilot and trusting the, the, the vehicle. And it's a little bit of a freak show because there's nothing, just air. And you have to believe in it. It's been proven. It works. I was very comfortable going up a second time. First time I was a little bit nervous. I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> but the whole thing, it's a really good example. I think we all have examples in our life where, where something like that, that's happened. Yeah. I'm uh, thinking about a gentleman who retired. He was veterinarian and started working with he and his wife last August, somewhere in there. He had just talked about how, you know, he's been working for over 30 years and it's that predictability of a paycheck that he's used to. Right. And they both, you know, were feeling nervous talking about retirement, you know, coming up in the next four or five months for him because of that. And the wife, she oversees most of the finances. And she just talked about, hey, you know, I'm used to every time he gets paid, I move a certain amount over into our investment account. I move a certain amount over into some savings. We've got this left to pay our bills. So one thing that really helped them is we started giving him paychecks while he was still working. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You know, he didn't necessarily up to it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't necessarily have to take the income, but both of them just said, "Hey, if we could see how this income's going to be generated, you know, that would make us feel a lot more comfortable. You know, we don't have to take it out of the account now; it can just stack up or be mm-hmm. reinvested. Or, but we essentially over a few months, over time, just allocated." to create about $6,000 a month that we were going to need an income just in dividends and showed them how, hey, it didn't matter if the market went up 10%, down 10%, that income was created and it slid right over here into cash inside of your account. And as soon as you retire, rather than it sitting there, it's just going to be deposited at the beginning of the month, every month into your account. And there was a level of education that you know needed to be established, right? Because these are using different tools that, you know, they weren't used to. And and one thing that, that he said is, well, you know, that's still using, you know, he started talking about the market and whatnot. And I just said, well, look, it's the market that's gotten you to where you are now. You know, you've worked and you've saved and invested and you've, you've seen markets grow over time. All right. We're just going to use different tools and take less risk to create the income. And, and makes I, a lot of sense. I think it does. And, you know, it does make sense that if you're used to that paycheck, the idea of walking away from it, no matter how much you've saved, can be really uncomfortable. But if George and Zach and the North Star team can show you how to create that paycheck for yourself in retirement, that's what you've saved that money for so that you can go out and spend with confidence and know that you're going to be okay. If you are getting close to retirement, there's a lot of us out there. We're in this uh, peak 65 era. We'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. But if you're in that bracket where, you know, retirement's on the horizon and you're just wondering, can I afford to retire? Have I saved enough? George, Zach, and the North Star team can help you build a plan to show you 
where you'll be and they'll build in that stress test those two major market corrections that we hope don't happen but we have to be prepared if they do if you want to get started on that with them today or if you have any questions give them a call 864-404-4900 again 864-404-4900 there's no cost to sit down with george and zach ask some questions and get a better idea of what retirement looks like for you 864-404-4900 or online northstar65.com guys the super bowl is set uh kansas city and san francisco so football's wrapping up and baseball will be hot on its heels pitcher and catcher's report is uh february 13th so it'll be before you know the boys of summer will be back out there on the ball field and zach going back to uh just over 100 years ago babe ruth was advised by his uh, manager at the time in 1923 to take some of his income and put it into a guaranteed annuity. Now, of course, then we had in 1929 the start of the Great Depression. Well, Babe Ruth was retired in the 30s, and he didn't have to worry about income at that point. And we also see this with some of the more modern-day players. Famously, Bobby Bonilla Day is every July 4th, and the Mets are still paying him a million dollars. And then, then the uh, Shohei Otani. You know, he signed a $700 million deal, and he's deferring, I think, 97% of his income to not pay those California taxes. So smart move by him. We don't have the same kind of salaries as professional athletes, but there's a lesson to be learned here about building guarantees for income, isn't there? Yeah, Jerry. One thing that I learned very early when I started working with George, I would hear him say over and over, is take care of the later years first so that you can stress-free and confidently enjoy those go-go years, the earlier years of retirement. So mm-hmm. if we were going to l- learn one thing from Babe Ruth, you know, I know we had a, a few things written down here. Well, they say that the Babe liked to spend lavishly, and uh-huh. that was why he was living rock star before rock music. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his financial advisor said, you know, you really should you know, take part of your salary and defer – that gratification so that you've got more for later. So whether Babe Ruth agreed to it or not, or, uh, <laughs> or the advisor acted in his best interest, he was able to, you know, take part of his money and let's just call it buying him a pension later. And he was able to comfortably enjoy retirement at a time where markets were just coming off, you know, being in shambles. I mean, you're talking about a time he retired during the Great Depression uh, when markets were significantly down and he was able to retire without a worry of how markets were performing. So if we were going to take a lesson from that and how most of our clients' portfolios and their financial pictures look, it's when we start working together, you know, let's use very conservative projections. Let's build in that you're going to spend more than you think you will. Let's build in a higher than average rate of inflation. Let's build in lower than expected rate of returns. And let's go out to those, what we're going to call your slow go or no go years. Mm -hmm. You know, this might be your late seventies, depending on your health, it could be your earlier mid eighties, right? And let's take care of those years. If someone were to pass away and a spouse live for another five, 10 or 15 years, let's take care of if we were just talking about long-term care events and costs. Let's take care of that. Let's take care of, you know, predictable income. And at 80 years old, let's not be worried about if the market is up or down. And when you've taken care of income and some of those other potholes that are out there, 
then you can confidently enjoy and go out and spend and do the things that you want to do those first 10 or 15 years of your retirement we call your go-go years and you're not going to be worried about running out of money or what markets are doing it makes me think of a story that george shared with me i don't think this person ever became a client but this was some time ago well before i started working with you george you told me that you met with a woman who when you plugged in all of her numbers her numbers told you and her that she couldn't live past exactly like 72 right. or 78 yeah. i can't remember what it was yeah. but how would, yeah how would she be able to confidently go out there and enjoy those first 10 or 15 years knowing oh, if markets don't do exactly what they need to do for me mm. then i'm going to have an income problem or a standard of living issue i remember her uh, husband was a, a ceo so she used to of a large company here in town used to a fairly nice lifestyle got divorced she got a lump sum and trying to make that last based on the lifestyle i said it's not sustainable i showed it to her you're going to run out now you're going to have to take obscene risk and hope mm. your accounts grow based on your spending habits which is the worst thing in the world because now you're doubling down right mm -hmm. if the markets don't do well and based on her spending habits she could be broke earlier and i said the only way we're going to work together is if we come up with a an income plan that you can abide by you're gonna have to dial back your standard of living you just this is not sustainable and she goes okay i can do it well i said great a week later she calls up because I can't do it. <laughs> and it was really, I, I pray for this woman that she's okay today, but mm -hmm. I couldn't take her as a client. I said, I can't watch a slow motion train wreck. If you would have bought Bitcoin for her, then. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. There we go. Was, well, on the yeah, other side of that, George, There we go. On the other side of that, I mean, don't most people that you meet with fall into the other category where oh, of course, they of course. have just been diligent savers? And yeah. they are, I've heard you say before that, you know, you want your clients to be coachable and they take that coaching well. Yeah, it's coachable likable ethical yeah. usually it's the other way around there and we have to tell our clients it's okay to spend oh yeah it's kind of fun go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they they've done you know such a good job of living within their means and for most of them it's okay especially those first 10 or 15 years to go out there and spend some more than they're used to spending that's mm -hmm. what they've saved yeah for. it's funny because we have a, a a woman she's a widow and i'll look into her account every once in a while because i know she's got building up accruing this interest income and she won't spend it. And I call her up, okay, you need to plan a trip. You got X amount of cash sitting in here. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's that's a, a, that's it's a pretty good phone call. It's a wonderful conversation. Yeah. But you gotta, it's, it's uh, always been a saver and a little bit of a, a miser there. And I go, you gotta start, and she does. So it's wonderful. But it's fun to like the old kick in the tail a little bit. Come on, go, 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 get out, go Brian play. George. She likes to play, just uh, needs a little bit. I said, you got X amount in the bank. I said, Go enjoy it. Go and enjoy it. And that's what you want to be able to hear. You've done such a good job saving and stashing that money away. The purpose of that money, you, you saved it so you could enjoy it. But it, knowing that you have the income there to be able to spend that extra, those playchecks to go along with your paychecks, that's really what a good retirement strategy sounds like. George, for those people who have done that great job of saving and they want a little bit of that coaching, they want to know what it looks like for them, how do they get in touch? Well, just give us a call, shoot us an email. I think one thing people like about us is basically the golden rule. We just treat people how we want to be treated. We don't want to push anybody or feel obligated. Just, hey, we just want to have a conversation and see if we can help. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it should be. And we're all strangers until we shake hands. We're all strangers until you pick up the phone. All right. And that's the way we meet people. All right. The phone number to reach George and Zach and schedule some time with them. Ask those questions. Have that conversation. 864 404 
4900 again 864-404-4900 or visit their website and get in touch through northstar65.com and george there are a lot of people who are in that category we're entering peak 65 which means that every day on average 12,000 people are turning 65 over the next few years that's going to be about 4 million people a year here in America. This is something that, you know, I would think that, you know, there's probably a lot of people who are rushing into the industry, but you're here and you've been established for decades. And so you've already got the structure and the foundation to help all these people who need this type of service. Oh, absolutely. The biggest thing for folks too, age turning 65 is uh, Medicare. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be your health care for retirement for most people. You can have some certain choices, Medicare supplements or Medicare Advantage plans. And understanding that concept, you're probably, if you're in that age group, maybe six months prior a year, you're getting bombarded with information yeah. from everybody. Uh, we've got a, a gentleman in our office, uh, Dow Barton, who is experienced, been doing this for over a decade, and can really help guide people through this kind of a mystery or what, you know, we're all afraid of making the wrong decision. What's best for me? I'm getting all these different conversations coming from different sides and they all have biases and working with somebody like Dowd to get that first part of healthcare. And this is just, of course, one component of the plan together, taking care of that. He'll guide you through, make sure you have the best plan for the least amount of money. So we are independent. He doesn't work for a company. He represents a whole bunch. He's with part of our team. And of course, everything else, he might be getting some uh, pension options Mm -hmm. for people, which way to go or lump sum or should I take the pension? Allow us the opportunity and the honor of, of showing you yeah. some, some comparisons. One thing when you're doing pensions, it really is a mathematical side. It's not really a, a you take maybe one thing into account, longevity. Uh, somebody said, well, I really don't have longevity in my family and I'm not married. Maybe the lump sum might be the way to go. If you're married and one of the spouse has longevity, pension might be the way to go. But also pensions can be compared as well. The one that's offered to work is a choice. But if you took that lump sum and we can go shop it and find out if there's something more compelling, a paycheck's a paycheck. doesn't matter where it's coming from, mm-hmm. right? You can squeeze out an extra, you know, two, three, four hundred dollars a month out of doing something else for the rest of your life. I think it's uh, usually worth, worth, it. worth an hour to sit yeah, down. Sure. So back to Dow, because we don't talk about him enough, I think, on to the get radio. He's helped us over the last year or so, seen a couple people retire that otherwise would have worked longer yeah Um, i know that right now he and travis are working with a couple because he's of medicare age but she's several years younger so that's one scenario that requires a little bit of planning and understanding on how health insurance and the different things that go along with it work when someone is of age to go on medicare and someone else isn't you know Mm -hmm. and and they're both retiring or retired right one that I constantly repeat this story, and it's one of my favorites. We were referred to this woman, and I didn't meet her husband until they became clients. But the first couple meetings, she said, I handle you know the finances. I'll, you'll meet him if we become clients. I said, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine, cool. Well, during our second meeting, she just said, look, you know, one of the things I've been holding back about with retirement is uh, you know I'm going to work you know three more years because that's when you know I would be 66 and he would be 65, and I said okay. So one of the concerns is healthcare, healthcare costs, and getting you both to Medicare. She just said yeah, and I said, did you know 
that there's only a few questions they're going to ask you to determine what your premium cost is. And one of the big ones is income. And based on what we've talked about, you're saying y'all need less than $50,000 a year to be comfortable and do the things you want to do. I think you would qualify for a subsidy or a large part of it and pay very little. Well, Dow took them through the process and was able to show her that for she and her husband, she was going to be paying about $300 a month for everything that they needed in good wow. insurance. She was 62 then. She otherwise was going to work till she was 66. She retired about three months after that. Wow. Yay. She retired almost four years before <laughs> go she down, to. Go, Dow, go. It was awesome. Yeah. And, good and, for you for bringing up the question, too. It's just really... Yeah, and, and that's just a great example of, you know, the different types of things that people think about, why they would still want to work. But when you can work with a team that has access to all these different tools and, and all of this different experience in all of the different areas, we can get these yeah. questions answered and find you, solutions. You have to be aware of how things work. And whatever Dow would tell us today, George, I think you would agree, it's changing every oh my year in we that can't industry. Stand he's got to be he's he, he would tell you, Yeah, he yeah. would tell you something completely different four years ago. I mean, I can think of a couple things that are drastic that have changed to people's benefit when it comes to how the health insurance premiums are, are structured, you know, going through the exchange. Mm -hmm. So being aware that's important. I can recall about two weeks ago, Travis and I were in an appointment and the wife told Travis and I that they had budgeted for about a thousand dollars each for their health insurance cost per month until they got to 65. And I said, Hey, look, based on your income, all right, we can take the amount of income up to that threshold where you'd qualify for the subsidy and then take the rest from after tax. And it's going to uh -huh. wind up being about $400 a month total. So wow. you're talking about they were thinking $24,000 a year for premiums. Now we're less than $5,000 a year for premiums. And they just weren't aware how it worked. And Dow made them aware. Well, these are just great examples of the types of things that people wonder about. People think about, well, I've done a good job saving, but I need to keep working. What if you could retire and it's going to cost less for that health insurance than you think? It's important conversations to have. And that's why the North Star team is available for you. Give them a call today if you have any of these questions. Set some time up to have, just maybe start with a 15-minute phone call. There's no cost for that. 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. And you can find them online, northstar65.com. George, Zach, that's all the time that we have for this week. We'll come back at the same time next week. For now, I'll let you have the last word. I'm Zach Jenkins. Thank you for listening. And this is George Fossing. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great week, and God bless. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.